So, Nicola, what would be a story or something that you would share just kind of like that gives a picture, a beautiful picture maybe for you of your experience in parenting multiple children? Okay. I think one of the element for me is just noticing how at the end of the day, no matter how rough things were between between them, how they come back towards each other. I'm always fascinated by that. Mm. Wow, that's amazing. This is everything. Left hands with the heavy reins. I ain't scared of the marriage thing. I ain't scared of the marriage thing. Had to share twice on a mind. Welcome to the A More Excellent Way podcast with Dr. James and Nicola Hawkins. Here, we seek to inspire and equip couples and families to go about their relationship with God and each other in, in a, a more, more excellent, excellent way. So God, we just want to pray and ask you for your guidance tonight. God, we thank you for the children that you've given to us. And as it says in Psalms 127 and 3, that children are a heritage from the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so God, we thank you for them. And God, we just pray that even in our discussion tonight, that may parents be inspired and equipped as they go about pairing, may, parenting multiple children and the blessings that that brings, but then also the different struggles in that. So God, we thank you that mm-hmm. you would be with them. And we invite you into this conversation tonight. Mm-hmm. And we just hope that each couple that listens will sit down and have a conversation with one another and with their children and invite you in to help them parent their children in a more excellent way. In Jesus name. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So that's the topic tonight, Nicola, as we kind of continue in this parenting vein about parenting multiple children. Yes. And somewhat we're going to be sharing what that looked like for us in that transition. So there's a couple of topics we're going to hit on tonight, you know, with that. So what are some of the things that just jump out to your mind? I don't know if you're ready for that. But oh, my gosh. You, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Go I, I keep going. You're good. What are some of the things that jump out to your mind when you think about the blessings, maybe we'll go with that maybe part first. So I want to talk about like the blessings of having multiples, the joys, the things you've, hmm. you've, you like, man, I'm so thankful. But then also the other side of struggles that you've maybe experienced yourself or maybe friends have shared with you. Yeah. Okay. I'll start with the positive. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think the one thing I um, remember is just like sometimes I will come in in the midst of them and really just teaches me to intercede. And I don't know if this is starting with a positive, but (laughs) my mind is going back to this part. I never thought I'll be judge and jury and Mm. the mediator and, you know, all of that, you know, and it just kind of teaches me to really intercede, to stand in a gap for them and to really to embrace tension. And that's like a mix of the the struggle and the positive, you know, embrace the tension because I think I would want to just like, okay, let me make everybody happy right away, you know. And so that kind of came in because I don't know, like I wasn't ready for sibling rivalry. Okay. I Yeah. I grew up just having, a I have siblings. Mm, my dynamics are interesting. They're different pairing at different time, but I just thought it was an older brother being mean to a younger sibling or, you know, how they pick and prod. If you have an older brother, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But it wasn't just that. It's just more like this sense of, um, you may know, just that's uh, so general, but just a sense of it happens between siblings, the differences, the She's looking at me. He's looking at me. They took my toy. It just happens. You know, I always say whenever you're in a room by yourself, 
that's enough going on. You know, just the, the different war and push pull within your own self and you have somebody else in the room going through the same thing as like something is about to go off and so anyway so that's just i want to i think that that's one of the challenges that you hear very commonly Mm -hmm. when you think about parenting multiple children and like help under help me understand like when you talk about sibling rivalry or just like stepping in and embracing that tension Mm -hmm. um help me understand that a little bit better about what that's looked like in your own life uh, with us and our family. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. I think mm, embracing the tension, like being like in even teaching them as they've gotten older, it looks different when you're parenting them when they're younger to when, as they're getting older, they start understanding, okay, you're just a little bit, you're different like this and you're different like this. And this is why maybe you're bumping heads. And I think a part of that holding that tension within my own self, you know, whatever anxious feelings or thoughts or whatever I'm trying to quiet in their own souls. So I've learned to like be okay with attention, discern even praying like, okay, Lord, who, which child do I turn to right now? Even though they're both maybe vying for my attention, like which, which child do I turn to right now? And then even turning to that child and doing that sense of, I see you, I hear you. I'm trying to validate your experience, what you're going through, um, whether or not they're right or wrong in a scenario. I'm not trying to come to that place of declaring, you know, you're right or you're wrong. And then even being able to take that time out to do the same thing. I see you, I hear you, I'm validating what's going on inside of you, how you're feeling. And then even bringing the scripture into that, you know, that sense of how could you have heard or your sibling a little bit differently or what were you wanting? That sense of we're all motivated by something, whether it's like I was fearful that they were going to eat the entire bag of whatever, Cheetos. And I just wanted some too, you know, so just, I get to teach about patience. I get to teach about, did you ask, you know, ask for what you you need and maybe that then you could have received what you needed. So I think in embracing those tensions, I get to like, I don't know, the scripture talk about being quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to become angry. I think when I was younger in parenting, that tension would cause me to like, burst on the inside and so it was like a grit clenching your teeth kind of you know trying to direct them or redirect them but I don't know learning to be okay and comfortable a little bit more comfortable with that stuff okay as you started that I was thinking about of course the classic example of tension when we think about multiples and that's navigating conflicts for them you did touch on that Mm-hmm. But then as you talked, I think you talked about another challenge with multiples is that they might schedule the times when they're in a time of need. No, they don't. And that don't. might pull you in multiple directions. <laughs> I heard that one. Yeah. But then also I see in both of these examples that you gave, whether when I say examples you gave, the things I heard come out of it with the challenging conflict of, of managing their conflict, but then also being able to honor the different needs at the different times when they come up. Mm-hmm. I, th- I saw the beauty of being able to teach relationship. And so, yes, so, so I, I want to catch that because anytime when you're raising kids, it's a thing that you're doing at all times anyway, that we all have these places of need, of mm-hmm. need of connection, need of comfort. And we have these um, when, when those needs either get triggered or go unmet in some way at a time or whatever. And then it brings up pain and hurt or just you know, yeah. longing. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is, is that kids, because we are as parents, part of our job is to teach them 
to come into contact with those longings, to see those longings, mm-hmm. and then yeah. to be able to verbalize those longings in a non-defensive, non-attacking way, saying, hey, I feel just lonely or discouraged or I'm right. hurting. Yeah. And I know that's yeah. age appropriate. <laughs> but I mean, you still even can start. I wish I started seeding them with like, words to identify what they're feeling and it's funny because the the we have a good age gap so with our first like two three you know just you don't know we have five girls (laughs) yes and with those first few just how I parented them I get to learn from (laughs) the great moments and the not so great moments and being able to feed my younger ones with, with words, you're feeling sad. Oh, you're frustrated and stepping into that with them. Or you're so excited, you know, because what happens is, is for kids in the immature place, they live in reactivity mm-hmm. that they don't know how to sometimes give words to what they're experiencing and what they're needing in a vulnerable way. And that definitely happens in sibling rivalry, because what I've noticed, you can help me under, and flesh this out some more, Nicola, Our girls, like in moments, they feel invalidated. They feel a cry for justice, like their cause is not being seen or heard. Mm -hmm. But the problem in the childlike way is all they see is what they feel and what they need. Mm -hmm. And then I think also what I've learned in the beauty of parenting multiples is also helping them to learn and to see the needs of their peers as equal to their own. Yeah. And that's a very hard that's one. That's a tricky one. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it, even in that knowing it's hard and even when they're younger, like I said, you know, earlier, that sense of seeding them with um, words to help them pinpoint what they're feeling or what they're wanting and helping them learn the word. But as they're getting older into, you know, 18 and teen, you're still planting that and they may not be able to do it well or respond well along the way. But those seeds, I've seen how it's manifested now or how they've grown to be able to even come back and say, hey, da, 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 da. So, you know, I just have hope that even later on when they get to like, you know, exit in the house, like um, our home, like and going launching, like they will have an ability to be aware of themselves and connect well with themselves and to be able to connect with others. So that's one we just kind of unpacked like that sense of sibling. One of the challenges, of course, with parenting multiples is that there is going to be conflict and rivalry. There's the sinfulness of even our children's heart and their selfishness and only seeing things from their perspective. Uh, But there's also the opportunity. It's a great a learning mm-hmm. environment for them. Yeah. Um, I think another barrier I think about for parenting multiples is that each child is going to have a different personality in yes. a, in, in parent because of your particular style. You might find it. I don't know what the, the best way I can say it. So I'm just to say this the best I can is maybe easier to identify or meet the needs of one child versus the needs of another child. And that could fluctuate at different times. Mm-hmm. Um, whether maybe there's one child who is can clearly articulate what they need so it feels easier oh, yeah. to meet yeah. that child's okay. needs. Or maybe one child might be more emotionally, um, require more emotionally. And mm-hmm. if you're kind of, if you, maybe you're uncomfortable with emotional expression as a parent, then that child, it might be harder telling you. to be present with that child. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe they're just whatever, just so thinking about that. And so I think it's really hard. I mean, to be intentional as a parent, you have to have emotional and relational flexibility. Your range of being able to be present with 
the different maybe expressions of your children yeah. get to push and expand it. But that's a beautiful thing. I, as you're even describing that, I'm like, isn't that like God, though? Yes. You know? We there ha- you go being all holy. Come <laughs> on now. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, that sense of we all come with different abilities. All come with different abilities. And so there's room. You know, and if we're willing to flex and and grow, you know, I think I observe my friends or just people around me, even with children that may have autism or just anything else, you know, to to hear even their journeys and their stories of who they thought they were before, who they were before and who they've come to be because of the experience of parenting and seeing what that child needs, you know, how that that changes and you adapt and you, 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 you change to meet the needs, to meet the needs of that child. Mm-hmm. So I like that. So I, I think you know, I won't, I'm going to save that for later. <laughs> so, so there's what we've talked about. Like, so there's like sibling rivalry and being able to connect. I want to take a moment though. Those are the difficulties, things that people typically think about. Let's take a moment though, because we've definitely experienced different reactions in public settings and, whatever, uh, to people seeing us with our five girls. I just want to take a moment and remind us that once again, the Bible reassures us that, you know, and I want to be careful with this too, that children are a blessing, but I want to balance that. So here's what I'm saying. Be careful. But that does not mean if you're a couple that does not have children, that does not mean you are not blessed. Right. Okay. Just want to make sure I say that because sometimes <laughs> I think in Christian culture it's we can. It's hard you know, you, to say we, one we, thing. We're in so yeah. Many circles. We are. We've been in public school. We've been homeschooling. We've been around kind of like the young entrepreneurial families at you know the modern to the families who have you know a bunch of children and you know you could just hear so many messages going back and forth. Yeah. Um, but I do want to hold an honor. Be very careful out there as you hear this. Maybe you hear other people in your community. Children are a blessing. Are there challenges and responsibilities that come Absolutely, with it? Absolutely, yeah. But children are a blessing. We need to really guard our heart against not seeing that, you know. So anyway. Yeah. I don't know. So for you, let's share some stories about the ways in which you have been, you know, the challenges of being a mom of five girls. Mm-hmm. What's been the blessing for you? Oh, wow. I didn't know you were going to ask that. <laughs> I didn't know. I was scrolling on Facebook earlier and it, it says something about, you know, having a child, how much that changes, how much that changes the mom. And I mean, I didn't read the article because I already know that once I see the heading. Right. And it just caused me to pause and reflect. I'm like, yeah, like, I don't even know who I would have been, you know, outside of that. And I don't know that I would like her that much. I don't know <laughs> myself in that, in that space, go back a couple podcasts. You see, I was talking about how selfish I thought I was. So anyway, but just to be selfless in a way, and, and I've went to the pit of, of being selfless, I think, um, where I kind of got into despair and a disconnected space. But I think at the, the bottom of it, I was able to experience this sense of beauty of how God just mature and utilize that to mature and grow. And I think as I see them just being so free and, you know, whether by the creek or something like that, how they chase after life and they're exuberant and just the belly laughs that, you know, I don't know, just all of that. Right. You know, there's a couple I think of when I think about the blessing of having multiples. 
you know, it's like they say, uh, man, you sure got your arms full. That joke we've heard before. Oh, he yeah. Said, but yes, my heart is full. But I really experience that as true. Like even the different personalities, like after I've been out on a long day of just ministry and counseling, the way I come home. Daddy's the king. And each one greets <laughs> me in their own different way. Yeah. And I just love it. Or it's just something about like sometimes we're in the living room or we're hanging out in one room of the house. Oh, my gosh. And being yeah. surrounded by them. I mean, literally, I can feel their presence. Mm -hmm. And it's like the more there are around that, you know, it's like I just feel. And when I say that, I know there's times where you can feel the weight of it and negative. But I'm telling you, people like you can really feel at least I can the spiritual like blessing of their presence around me. Mm -hmm. Nothing that they're doing, saying it's just, just them like being there. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And so a sense of fullness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's just so hard to describe and you have to really be still and like to feel it and to hear it and to experience it. Mm. Um, and then it's just fun. <laughs> just their <laughs> different personality is hilarious yeah. to just watch them. And so, yeah, that's what I think about when I think about the blessing of it. You ever feel like you want to have more kids just to see how unique that child will be like, let's see how you will be. <laughs> um, so there is no. a place where I, no, it's just me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally at this point, man. But I tell you, I, it's like, I just like, even this weekend I was at a marriage conference and just to spend time with another couple's baby and just to hold him and like yeah. while they were engaged in the conference. I don't know. It's just Such a, a blessing. delight. It mm-hmm. is. But I just want to take time and get before we go into our excellent points to summarize, I think some good key points as we out of this is parenting multiples and like navigating the tension that Nicola talked about of meeting multiple needs. Sometimes it could press upon you at the same time, but then also navigating you learning how to be a peacemaker in your own home Mm -hmm. as your kids are learning they are going to be very self-centered and Mm self-focused and and recognizing what they need but that's the beauty beautiful part where sibling rivalry can seem so difficult begin it's a training ground for them to be in relationship with the with the community of god yes it starts in the home but yes you are right i see what you want and what you need here but let's also you're good about this with the girls can you take in for a moment what your sister might be experiencing mm-hmm. and feeling mm-hmm. in this moment? Mm-hmm. Beginning to learn to also validate. Also, I think I want to warn parents about that. Don't just turn on to a referee who wears a shirt and navigating <laughs> right and wrong. Right. You're still a right. trainer and a facilitator and a discipler to help them find these places in themselves and to be empathic and respond to the to the needs and feelings of other people. Yeah. And sibling rivalry provides a beautiful classroom. Yeah. For that, I know you're summarizing, but I just wanted to slip in that space right quick. The sense of if you realize that these triggers oh. are happening, like seek wise counsel, discern and what seek, triggers? like the triggers that come from even when you mention a child, maybe uh, maybe you find yourself get along easier in some ways with a child and then some another child may trigger you emotionally, like maybe something that you um, hadn't worked through. Yeah, let's, let's touch on that real quick then since okay. you brought it up. I think it is good to recognize, I don't know if we've talked about here, but like maybe if you're a person who's somewhat conflict avoidant mm-hmm. and you find yourself trying to shut down your kids because you're getting overwhelmed, that's okay. You're not bad, but it's yeah, like, I've been there, recognize that. that. <laughs> yeah. Because if you teach your kids to shut it down, then they'll still have to perpetuate that still later on. It's learning like when I have these motions and needs, I need to shut it down. Yeah. 
And that's a very hard place to live because that those emotions are pointing to something that's going on in they're, your heart. Yeah, they're God indicators. Yeah, whether it's something that's of God or something that's not, you still mm-hmm. got to go pay attention to it to go deal with it. Right. But if right. you have to learn to shut it down, it never gets dealt with, whether for the good or for the ex- casting out of bad, whatever, mm-hmm. right? But then also I think, is there a place, what you were saying that is, unresolved issues from your childhood, whether it's you or the child that felt like you were never heard. Mm -hmm. So you find yourself maybe skewing towards the child that you feel reminds you of you and your your plight. Yes. And maybe punishing another child that that reminds you of a painful experience. Right. Right. Yeah. So I think, so thank you for bringing that Just being aware of that, you know, Mm -hmm. because it can be easy to be the defender of that child that you feel similar Mm -hmm. to in that Mm -hmm. experience. But I got to go ahead and shut down even this summary right now. And go into excellent points. Mm-hmm. I think the excellent point that I want to bring out for tonight is just the intentionality of learning each one of your children and the blessing that you receive from that, but then learning how to work with each child. And I think I'm, I'm going to steal from you and you're not on your own to do this, but just to begin to picture and take in the image of how God is your heavenly father takes time to know each one of us, the hairs on our head, and he knows all of our hearts and where we are, and he can still relate to each one of us. That's good. Ditto that. (laughs) And I guess one part is a sense of try your best and like figure out what it looks like to slow down with your kid and just kind of seeing the world from their view instead of just always like pulling them. You know, I think as parents, it's like you could want to pull them in to your world, but just being able to get down on the floor with them and see things from their view. And pretty much what you said, you know, that God is at work in their lives, Mm -hmm. um, your life and your children's lives. And you can gain um, discernment and um, wisdom to walk with them well. So Nicola, could you close us out with just a quick prayer for parents and encouraging them and parenting Multiples, maybe they think about those parents out there that are struggling to do that, or maybe somebody the who's fence of trying to decide, do I have another one? Because this go. is so good. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Father, we just thank you. Thank you for your love towards us. And now you parent us well, Lord. And I pray, Lord God, that as parents, Lord, that we will learn to turn to you, Lord God, turn to you immediately, turn to you often when we're um, just in the midst of parenting these children that you give us to steward over and to take care of, Lord. I just pray for even the parent that's figuring, do I go ahead and have another? I say, sure, why not? But Father God, I pray that you speak to them and give them wisdom and give them clarity, Lord God. And Lord God, I pray for the parent that's in the throes of it all, that they can come to you and they can, I pray for them to be able to find the resources that they need to help spur them on and encourage them, Lord God, in their parenting. And just to be reminded that it's good to have community um, and it's good to just have a body of like-minded that you can um, learn from and grow from within parenting. We hope that you have been inspired and equipped to go about your relationship with God and others in a more excellent way. Please subscribe to our podcast and rate us on iTunes. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at A More Excel Way. And check out our website at A More Excellent Way Relationship.com. Don't want whatever is right.
Visit klrc.com to learn more about the more excellent way.